0: Hi, I'm Ashley, and you are listening and watching Confidence in Coffee. What if I was to tell you that you can find confidence despite any of your circumstances, good or bad? I'm going to help you navigate the waters of womanhood, whatever season that is in. Whether it's marriage, singleness, or you're drowning in children, I'm going to help you find confidence and hope through Christ. I'm going to leave you with plenty of encouragement and practical tips to overcome those limiting beliefs, so you can live a life well. Plus, (laughs) you know we're going to find a few laughs along the way. So grab your favorite cup of coffee and join me as we chat confidence and coffee. You guys, I'm so excited about our guest today, Rich Grogan. He was such a fun person to talk to. It was such a great conversation and. He really is making a difference. He even messaged me, emailed me after our interview and said that he added the word confidence in there. The reason that is, is because his mission is to help people who have struggled with bully. He calls it being bully proof. And he is actually a martial master artist, sixth degree black belt, and a bully proof and self-defense. Expert with over 40 years of experience. Having personal experience bullying as a victim, bystander, and a parent of his own child being bullied, he has made it his lifelong work to empower kids, parents, teens, and adults with hope and the self confidence to believe in themselves to become bully proof. He's an entrepreneur, an author, an inspirational speaker. He's a coach. And he's the host of the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life podcast. And he's the owner of one of the largest martial art academies in the Midwest. He's empowered tens of thousands of people with his unique uplifting messages to audiences and all ages of leadership, life skills, character development, and becoming bullyproof. He's amazing. And our conversation was so great that we are actually doing two episodes. We made it into two parts because we want you to be able to process and take in everything and gain as much value as you can as I did and as he did. So be ready to receive, be ready to be blessed and enjoy these next two weeks with my friend Rich Grogan and the inspiration that he's going to give us all here on Confidence and Coffee.
1: The, the the other book, the other book is called, if you can see it on the screen there, I Believe in Me.
2: I'm so uh, excited we're going to talk about this. A to Z
1: positive <laughs> affirmations. Yes. So I, I I wrote this book. I don't remember where the idea came from. I, w- I would do uh, on my podcast some different affirmations and just talk about different things that I was doing. And someone said, yeah, you ever thought about writing a little book like that? I'm like, well, I don't know. What do you mean? And they said, well, just maybe take the alphabet and give it a positive affirmation. I said, well, yeah, I could do that. Well, I didn't sure. know it was going to take over two years because, one, I wanted to make sure every single phrase and affirmation and and letter was exactly what I wanted it to be. So, you know, I'll give you a couple here. Like G is, I am grateful for what I have. I thank God every day. Oops. So there's the the G, little girl laying in bed saying I'm grateful. And then H is... I am. I'm a. Okay, I'm a hero. I happily help others. So it's showing a little kid helping grandpa across the street. So the whole idea of this book, and oh, well, am is I have magnificent manners, and I am nice and neighborly. <laughs>
2: this is so important.
1: Yeah, and uh yeah. Uh, ah, uh, a, a. I have an amazingly awesome attitude. So you see that, and then B. I am brave and I am bullyproof.
2: <laughs> I love this. You know how important that is. Like I, my kids have to say words. If you heard my episode, my kids have to say words of affirmation every morning. Um, like every Fantastic. morning, they have to, even if I'm mad at them. Like it's a late morning, and people were dragging to get out of bed, and I'm like PO'd <laughs> and I'm like dysfunctional. Wait, like, wait, wait That wait a happens. A Th-
1: that happens to you too. Yeah, Actually. that happens to me. What? Like, I, I bet it never happens to any of your listeners out there. No way. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like this morning for instance like i'm just my son everybody's been sick so we're recovering and we're late and i'm just so mad i'm tying his shoes all mad because he can't find his water bottle and i was like say your words of affirmation (laughs) and my oldest son is like i'm a child of god and i'm just like i'm a child of god (laughs) so it's so funny i know right it's it's uh, it's now a habit but i'm like well you know the 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 failures that I put on them or when I mess up, they're still going to have that rooted within them of who they are, you know? Yeah. So. Well,
1: Tim Tebow's mom wrote a great book. Oh goodness gracious. That's a, it's a mission. Well, anyway, she talks about how she would constantly quote scriptures of the Bible for, for Tim and his brothers and sisters. And she said, and I listened to the audible version of the book and it was kind of cool. I was to it when I drove up from here to, it was Orlando, and I got a chance to actually meet Tim Tebow. Fantastic. And we swapped books and got a picture. So he held my book, and I held his book, and we got a photo. So I was really happy. I posted. Oh, man, I loved him. But, uh, so I signed a copy of the book for him and for his mom. I asked him to give a copy to his mom as well. But she would, and I listened to the audible version, she would sing and she sang on audible, the different Bible verses and how she put it into songs. And her whole idea was exactly what you're doing. Regardless if she was frustrated at Timmy, she called her her little angel, Timmy or other boys and girls, she would, you know, continue to say the Bible verses or sing the Bible verses, knowing that it's planting those, like we talked about the seeds in the garden, planting in that mental garden. So you're doing the same thing you're planting and uh, And obviously, being upset with our kids—that's, I guess, part of being a parent. They—they frustrate the daylights out of you. And and I know from experience that when they frustrate me the most is when they're acting like I did. And uh, it's like, no, you're (laughs) supposed to be better than I am. Come on,
2: (laughs) right? It's triggering, especially when they turn thirteen. Oh God.
1: Yeah, the 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 teenage years, and that's uh, that. When I taught, I was a PE teacher. I was K through twelve. And
2: um, oh, I was a teacher K through. Well, elementary was a teacher. Oh, my gosh.
1: Another connection here. And uh, I did it for, uh, I guess I taught for 11 years. My goal was to teach for 10 years and then help play at the martial arts academy at a place where I could focus on that full time. But uh, when I taught, I was my least favorite age was middle school, seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, 13 or 12, 13 and 14. Holy cow. They drove me nuts. And it, it's weird now because when I give speeches and presentations, the middle school kids are my favorite age to talk to. And I, and I can't really describe it, but it's like a presentation before the lockdown happened in, in our community. Oh, goodness gracious, there's are thousands of kids and teachers and adults, and it was all about self-empowerment. I talked about the bully proof, but talked about self-empowerment. And then I had a few come up showing how to shake hands and role play some different scenarios on. Going in for a job interview and uh, making a great impression and how I want you to stand out from the crowd, not just to blend in from the crowd and kind of express to them how it's easier than ever to stand out because all you got to do right now is be respectful, have good manners, smile, put your doggone phone away, walk around like you have a purpose in life instead of moping around and you will stand out in the crowd. Why? Because nobody does it.
2: And, I know. Uh, yeah. yeah
1: it's hard for kids because when they stand out, they're subjecting themselves to to, to bullying. So I take it a f- step further. That's the self-empowerment from the inside out. I want you to believe enough in yourself and who you are and who are you. You're a gift from God. Now, obviously, I got to be you know and talk to schools and this and that. Uh, I still go ahead and say it. And sometimes I get asked not to come back when I say you're a gift from God, and utilize your God-given talents. I don't overdo it, but I definitely plant those seeds in their minds. And, and then the- at other presentations, I'll say, "Look, regardless if you believe in God or not, what I want you to believe in is there's something bigger than you out there. You know, there's a bigger purpose, and when you have a bigger purpose, you're living life to help serve that purpose and serve others, not just self-serving yourself." So that's kind of another way I get away. Yeah, with weaseling that in there, I guess, or sliding it in.
2: <laughs> God, God, finance, God, finance, right. Yep. Like get away from self-love and more God love. Like see yourself through the eyes of God rather than the eyes of yourself because of that self-doubt, right? Yeah. And when we see ourselves through God's eyes, we're unstoppable. Because I found in my own journey and working with other people that if the Satan can take our confidence, he can take our calling, and he can cop he can stop us from building on the kingdom of God. And so uh-huh what would you say rich like what is confidence just what is it what would you say it is and what would it mean to have that and then to keep it
1: keep it so if if i'll get can i get to that in just a second when i you brought up a, a thought in my head that i just talked about last night about serving god and god's purpose for the longest time my whole well growing up as a kid My grandma would always ask, Richie, are you putting God first? And she would (laughs) constantly ask me that. And when I got tired of having her ask, I would lie and say yes. But most of the time I was putting myself first and it was all about being self-serving. And uh, so when building the business and, and growing and everything else, I used all the self-doubt. I used all the negativity, used everything people would throw against me. Like I'm not big enough. I'm not smart enough. You're nothing but a dumb farm boy. And you know, wh- whatever else they would throw at me, I'd use that as like I said, my Bobby Boucher from Waterboy tackling fuel. I use that as a drive to motivate and push me to, well, pretty much prove them wrong. That was my whole life's mission was to prove them wrong. I'll show you, I'll show you yeah. now that got me to a pretty good place. However, it got to the point where I was doing nothing but fighting ghosts in my own head. Every challenge, I'm trying to prove somebody in third or fourth grade wrong, or somebody that I met ten years ago that said I was, you know, a loser, or I sucked at martial arts, or I was an idiot, whatever. And my, and and therefore, I'd go into something like say if I was working with somebody, and I wanted them, like a leadership development program, I wanted them to be a, a leader. Or maybe they they didn't want to be a leader, but I wanted it for them. And I knew what was best for them. So I would focus so hard on trying to help them. It was from the heart. But my wife brought up, and she hit me with, I got a hashtag called Right Hook of Reality. She dropped me. I love that. Bam! She hit me with a Right Hook of Reality. And she said, so are you doing this to truly help them? Are you doing it to serve your own ego? I'm like, whoa, what? After I picked myself up. and. and, and, but she was right. It was all about saying, see, you did need my help. I told you so. But all the years of using that to push me to where I was, it's kind of hard to step away from that. So now what I try and do, and it's a work in progress, but I hope this you know, will help you and definitely your listeners, especially maybe some moms out there that uh, with, with, with your kids, you want them to get it because obviously you don't want them to hurt themselves. But now I try and say this is, you know what, is this really to help them? or is it just so I can say, I told you so? That's tough. That's real tough. And then the, the biggest thing, my wife hit me with another one after that. We had a good conversation about it. She says, well, I want you to think of it this way. While you're so focused on this one person who, for whatever reason, doesn't want your message, doesn't care about you, doesn't like you, because that was another thing I don't like to be liked. So I try and do everything I can to make people like me, right? And she said, while you're doing that, you are turning your back on thousands maybe millions of people that want crave and need your message because uh. you're so focused on your own ego of trying to prove this person wrong and maybe you're in your heart you're trying to help them but that's filling your ego and uh, ego i once heard is an acronym for edging god out so you know what god i don't need you i got this i know what i'm doing no no you don't you know what maybe this person isn't ready or doesn't want your message you've done what you can but now you need to t- oh my gosh, there's. There's thousands of people over here that do want my message. What the heck was I thinking? And I'd love to say, but I I tell that story. One, hopefully it's very, very helpful. But uh, every time I tell it, I think, you know what? I've been spending too much time on this area. I need to focus over here because that's what God wants me to do. Not what Richie wants me to do.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's so good, Rich. Wives are so great, aren't they? Uh, Well,
1: yeah, find the right one. And uh, she's an angel. She, 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 She put up with me through all the thick and thin and I've she's your sugar reasoning. mama she's my sugar mama and she's definitely my pillar of support too right? and now
2: uh, and now look at you now look at what that support did for you for yeah, God, it was, she and, saw it
1: yeah and uh, she's a uh, my grandmother passed away in 2011 and but uh, my mom's still alive i love my mom she was a pillar of support as well and my dad's still alive i'm blessed i, I need to talk to them more often no ifs ands or buts so I share that because maybe others out there don't talk to their parents as often as they should. And I just listened to something. Oh goodness. It was uh Jack Canfield. And he said, we need to make sure we turn our, I should call my mom into, I get to call my mom. I'm blessed to be able to call my mom. I'm happy to be able to call my mom. Instead of, Oh dang it. I got to go do this with my parents. So it's uh, the, it just it replace those with, I get mm-hmm. to. Uh, and- I want to mention one more thing. Gosh, do I put some notes down here because I was so excited about our, our chat.
2: No, um, please. Especially I love
1: it. With, with Christians, John Maxwell came to our church a few weeks ago and love he him. talked. To, yes, I love him, too. He talked about salt and light and he talked about it. It's, by the way, it will be my next podcast that is launching. And I just revamped, like I mentioned, I'm rechanging the name from Grogan's Bullyproof to Becoming Bullyproof. And that's the new name of the podcast as well. It just kind of changed a few things around, but it's going to be on salt and light and just kind of a quick synopsis. And this is definitely, I know your listeners will love this and hopefully you can take this and add your flavor to it to make it even better. But salt adds value and light adds brightness. And God wants to use us as salt and light to add value to other people's lives at the same time, add light, add brightness to them. And by doing so, not only going to make a profound impact, but at the same time, you know, that reciprocity, right? It comes right back to you and you get it like, man, I feel important. I've really helped somebody. And there's no greater feeling in the world. We, we, we all know that. And it's like, well, why aren't more people doing it? Well, it's because somewhere along the line, someone had taken their salt and their light away. So just like the opportunity to be on this show with you today and you know, listen to your last episode of. Oh, goodness gracious. Manifestation.
2: Manifestation.
1: Manifestation. I've been waiting for you to bring it up. Gosh, it. Manifestation. That, that, that word. And 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 we're all doing that together. We're manifesting and repurposing what you shared on your show. And I'm hopefully sharing on my shows and uh, that, that connection to add more salt and more light into people's lives. John Maxwell also brought up the, the cat on the hot stove syndrome. Have you ever heard of the cat on the hot stove syndrome? So he said, if a cat gets on a hot stove and gets burnt, that cat will never get on a hot stove again. But guess what? It'll never get on a cold stove again. Chances are it'll never get on a stove period again. Well, oftentimes people have been burnt by the church or Christians and they assimilate the the, the cat on the hot stove thing. Oh, all of you are like, oh, this this pastor or preacher took advantage of me, or this happened here. So they get the cat on the hot stove syndrome. They're not ever going to a church again because they've been burnt before. And and that's sad, but that's the reality because we've got several folks in our neighborhood here who made great friends and uh, wear my cross, always wear it on the outside as as a reminder for myself to make sure it's Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. and But also it's kind of a, a signal to others, hey, if you want to chat about something, I don't have all the answers, but this is what I believe in. This is why I'm doing this. And uh, we, we had a couple friends come to, to a couple services with us. And I mentioned about John Maxwell. Some knew who he was, some didn't. And uh, one guy, I work out with him. He he actually says, uh, you know what? I'm not into that church crap. I didn't say a word. And he goes, you know what? I, I, I'm i sorry. I didn't mean to say crap. I, I just, I got burnt before. And, you know, I'm not really trusting of that and so I get it, man. I said, same thing happened to me when I was younger too. I said, I went and got a bad experience and I, all the same. I said, but whenever you're ready, if you ever want to chat about stuff, I'm not going to cram it down your throat, but if you want to come and see what it's all about, you're welcome to do so. And he paused and he goes, all right, well, I'll talk to my wife about it. You know what? That's a step. And that's the biggest thing Maxwell talked about is be that salt and be that light and be there to help them when they're ready. Don't cram it down their throat because they've probably been like a cat on the hot stove burnt before. So anyway, long story, but I just wanted to share that.
2: Church trauma is real. It's real, and it's it's more evident now than ever before. That's where deconstruction comes from, and I've talked about that. There, the meaning behind deconstruction actually came from people who didn't believe in the Bible, and they were just there to pick it apart. And the faith aspect of deconstruction is is healthy in regard of like the church trauma and going back on those false beliefs and that manipulation and being victimized by broken people. Cause what do broken people do rich?
1: They hurt others. Yeah. They, they, they hurt people, hurt others. That's, that's all there is to it. And you know, they need love too. And it's like, well, how can I love somebody that you know hurt me? But you do the best you can. And it, it but don't put yourself in a dangerous situation where it's going to bring you down. If you don't have the, Okay, well, I was listening to the other day, I talked about this, if you want to help, but if you don't have the necessary tools to help this person, right. possibly recommend them to somebody that is more versed or more skilled to, to handle that. But by all means, don't be rude to them. Yeah. So uh, Sort of like uh, when you let somebody out in traffic, what are we all waiting for? That simple wave, right? To say thank you. And if they don't wave, what is an impulse? Well, gosh, darn it. Well, I'm never letting anybody out again. Well, did we let them out for the wave or do we let them out because we were doing the right thing? And Come I had to remind on. myself that <laughs> because, you know, it's like, well, fine. Well, we have no idea what that person's going through in life. Maybe they are just a rude jerk. I don't know. But maybe they've got some of the things going on that, uh, that that we know nothing about with their family and this and that. So, you know, don't 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 do it for the wave. Do it because it's the right thing to do
2: because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Amen. The, why Rich. is
1: that so gosh darn hard?
2: why is it because we're selfish we're yeah. selfish human beings by nature
1: gosh darn it just everything you say brings up a thought so maxwell at, at church he said he, he was talking to a lady he goes just recently and she goes i am the most selfless person on the planet matter of fact i am so selfless i, I don't even think about myself i don't do anything for myself and he says okay he says uh if you, when's the last time you've taken a picture and you've been a part of a group? She goes, Oh, just, you know, a few hours ago, he said, so who's the first person you looked for in that picture? <laughs> <laughs> he says, so when people say they're not selfless, when you take a picture, you get a picture taken. It's like a whole group of pictures. You go, well, let me see. Oh, no, no. Get everybody back in here. We need to take another picture. Cause I don't look good.
2: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that yeah. is so funny. <laughs> yeah, It's so, true.
1: To answer your question, that confidence. What was the question? How, how do we, how do we get is, it? How do what we get it?
2: What would you say confidence is, Rich? And what is the benefit to have it and walk in it daily?
1: Confidence, as I mentioned, it's a it's a fragile thing. It comes and goes. But the biggest thing to me, what I believe confidence is, is that simple belief in yourself, to have that self-esteem, that self-worth, that self-value, to believe enough in who you are and to do what you've been put on this planet to do and to serve, to well, serve yourself and serve others. And when I say serve yourself, it's like you can't pour from an empty cup. Oftentimes I've tried to, and serving yourself is, you know, nutrition, exercise, sleep, continuing to self-educate, continue to surround yourself with people that are going to lift you up. You know, in life, we've got engines and anchors. Engines are the ones that drive us and push us and motivate us. And, We share our dreams and our heart and our passion with them. They're all about, yeah, you can do that. Oh, my gosh. Here, you need to talk to this person. They can help you with this. That's the engines who we need to be around. And then, of course, the anchors are the the ones of the self-doubt and the pity and the pity party and, oh, life's terrible. No, you can't do this. And who do you think you are? You think you're better than I am? Oh, I thought we were friends. Why are you leaving me here? I'm I'm, I'm willing to help. But you you can't. When you're climbing the ladder of success, keep one hand on that ladder. Reach down with the other hand and help as many people up as you can, but don't ever take both hands off that ladder because they'll pull you back down, and it's hard as heck to get back up again. So, so the self confidence is okay. I believe is all those things. The mostly the self empowerment, self worth that, that you're continuing to do what you can do to be the very best person you can be. And I like to say that's living your best kick in life, and kicking life is. That's a trademark word I got, and it's all about instead of life kicking your butt, you're kicking life's butt for a change. You're not living a good life or even a great life. Maybe you're living a kicking life, kicking butt, taking names and doing it for uh, God's glory. Not yours, but utilizing the messages you've learned there, the lessons you've learned from experiences in life to help out others to better serve to better serve God as opposed to once again serving yourself and I, I want folks listen i don't have all this figured out i'm learning every single day as I go, but I know the more I talk about it, the more I share, the better it makes me feel and it seems like the more messages I get in order to pass on and to try and make the world happier, healthier, and safer place to live for all of us and I think that's what confidence is. And in order to maintain that confidence, you do all those things. You plant the right seeds in the mental garden and you make sure that you, because Satan's always there, he's always willing to try and plant some weeds in that garden because what do weeds do? They suffocate the seeds. And that's what Satan wants to do. He wants to suffocate all the positivity. He wants to suffocate all the, the goodness that you, you may have in your heart and take, take that away and make it look dark, make it look gloom. And when you're feeling dark, you're feeling down, you're feeling worthless, your self-confidence is what suffers the most.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm so passionate about this, you know, and I always try to tell people too, that God doesn't make mistakes. And I always ask clients this. I'm like, do you believe God makes mistakes? And they're like, no. And I'll be like, do you believe that God just designed everything on purpose? And they'll be like, yeah. And I'm like, do you believe God is perfect? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, why do you doubt yourself? Because God created you. And if you doubt yourself, then you doubt God.
1: Uh, Zig Ziglar would always say, God don't make no junk.
2: (laughs) God don't make no junk, sis. Like, God don't make no junk. I love that. Okay, so.
1: You know, I I got it it, for hopefully uh, people that, uh, well, people are listening to this. I absolutely, your podcast description. So just another one, because I'm kind of revamping mine a little bit. I I see you, sister. I see you struggling. And I want you to know someone hears you. Oh, my gosh. Are, are you kidding me? I'm Ashley and I'm your new bestie. I mean, look at It's not
0: about
2: me.
1: Look at Oh, my gosh. It's like, oh, my gosh, that is that is so talking right to whoever needs to hear that message because we're, we're all craving to, to have that bestie that, you know, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you're talking about that. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. And just just to read that, it was like, goodness gracious. And then obviously it goes on. What if I tell you you could be more confident? what is that self so despite your circumstances good or bad yeah you can be and oh, it's right. not easy You're so sweet i mean I, I, I'm, I'm coming from the heart here because well and i'll be honest I, i'm blessed to be on any podcast where i can talk and hopefully empower the, the guest and the audience but i'm I'm also selective on i i don't i i don't want to i don't want to say anything i shouldn't say but uh Believe For in God, no here, and uh, well, my, my the thing that hurts me the most is kind of this movement that's going on in the world today, and where it's targeting kids and hurting kids with with this pronoun thing. It, it hurts my heart to no end. And you can um, talk
2: about it. You can be bold.
1: It 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 hurts me because, in a sense, God don't make no junk, and some people are using. They're sick, perverted ways to try and manipulate the minds of little, innocent, vulnerable kids I know for perverted reasons. And uh, I was asked to be on this. Uh, I don't want to mention the podcast. And very high end, I was like, oh, my gosh. Obviously, not as near as awesome as you are, Ashley, Miss Cinderella. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but 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 I did a little scoping, a little cult. Uh, what's the word you, you do when you, you're stalking, I rabbit guess? Rabbit
2: hole. You went yeah. down the rabbit hole, I right? Went down the rabbit
1: hole. And this person had pronouns in their bio on LinkedIn and it hurt me. I mean it really hurt me because this is a clinical psychologist who deals with kids and works with kids can't promote that lie. You can't continue to lie to kids. Come on. Right.
2: It's projection. So, you know, Rich, it's Just to fit in. You know what I mean? That's It's oh. projection. Yeah, it's that it's driving to I I I'm with you brother like it's driving people to I want to be accepted, but also I always try to think about when I was lost, you know, before God. And I'm very, very yeah. bold. You should go listen to my testimony. I'm very, very bold. I don't want to bring too much about me because I want I want people to go find you, Rich. Oh. But I, I I, try to go back to that because I, I try to be empathetic, right? And why, why is this the way it is? Well, first off, Revelation said it would be, and Satan is the prince of the world, right? He runs the world. Prince um, deceiver. But, yeah, yeah, but also in regard of, you know, and what is the best thing that he can deceive? The children. Those are the biggest blessings from God. Our children are our next generation, and they are just the most precious thing to our father. I mean, God used my son to save me. I didn't have worth until I became a mother. I was a single mom. And when I saw him, he gave my baby gave me the bravery to want something better. So and amazing. so you know, like God uses that, and so you know it's a it's a tactic for di- for division and to keep people away from God and to blame God. People like to blame God for everything. and Forget yep. that there's a real enemy in the world. But also, it's just projection of this pain, right? So we think of bullying. And I think of you, Rich, and you know I think of what you're doing. And uh, you better send me some books, sir. Okay. So
1: I'd love uh, on the air to ask you. I'd love to have you on my show and kind can, can of get things rolling again with guest if that's good with you
2: i would be honored i would be honored to be on your show thank you absolutely we're yes. we're can't, we're like remember this is what A we fist. are yes we we could like we could take all of our strength from our fingers and do like this whole
1: the palm strike <laughs> right to the solar plexus yep <laughs> right well, and the other shot is under the chin okay uh, but so we'll, we'll, it's we'll like,
2: when more. you say solar plexus do no, you so, mean? So, like,
1: no that's the throat solar plexus are where your rib cage is at
2: Oh, right here. Yep,
1: and uh, right. Uh, where, top oh my of your, God, your that would knock
2: out. Yeah, I'm gonna go well, try it on my husband. You think yeah. he'll be mad at me? Well, well, just we, what we, I learned uh, from Rich. Palm <laughs>
1: strike the solar plexus. I've
2: been, like emailing, like, what did you teach my yeah. wife?
1: No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> but no, that's uh, it. Because when somebody's coming to grab you here, they're all wide open, and uh, there's actually a bone called the xiphoid process right there that uh, compresses back into the lung. Oh we all had the wind knocked out of us before for some whatever happened
2: rich i'm gonna i'm gonna go find your
1: videos (laughs) uh without the i'll tell you and i I, you know what i'll do this i'm gonna go down a rabbit
2: hole of Richard rogan
1: oh my gosh you'll get lost (laughs) where where is it at so my one video it's called kick to get fit junior for kids it's a kids exercise video that i filmed back in 2002 and uh, it's on dvd i don't know if anybody has a dvd player it's still I available do. on amazon no D-Rally. shame in my game all right well i will uh, after we're done i'll send you a couple copies of that too the the kick to get fit dvd now i've got four videos but none of none of them made it from vhs the dvd that was the only one <laughs> uh, and it, it, it's still selling not as many today because nobody has dvd i need to figure out how to do the live stream thing on it but uh, i had somebody not too long ago buy it <laughs> And they, they put it on. I don't. Know, they I can't remember. They sent me a private message of what it was and said, "Is that your younger brother?" Because it was from twenty years ago. <laughs> I'm Like, no, that was that was me.
2: <laughs> I'm finding it just because I need to see that. Uh,
1: probably went way over. Oh, it's over.
2: it's um, no filter here.
1: Okay, I love uh, for
2: people to feel like they're a part of the conversation. So
1: my uh, second grade teacher once uh, wrote on my report card, "Richie talks too much." Little did she know. <laughs>
2: I'm same. So is my 13 year old. But you know what? It worked out for us. God designed us that way. I was just talking about that too. I was just talking about the things that what you said when you were talking about how we all want to fit in and how when you were talking a little bit about yourself in regard of like, well, I don't want to be like that then. I don't want to be this loud. I wanna, you know, when you were talking about shrubbing the shoulders. But God made you like that. God made you social. And, you know, and God made me like this. But Even in the mix of abuse and toxicity, God created something within me. And it wasn't till I went to him till it flourished and it grew. And so beautiful. I think we need talkers in the world, don't you? We need oh, some loud mouths. Well, actually, that's a,
1: another beautiful testament to, to, to who you are. And hopefully your listeners really pick up on that because you don't use What happened to you as a a call for self-pity, no pity parties, what you do is say, hey, look, it happened to me. I can relate, you know, whatever you're going through, but God was my avenue out. He's my corner man, as I like to say, to help me understand. Now, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. i said many times, there's going to be battles. I posted something not too terribly long ago, and it was a picture of a person holding a shovel over a a bare field. And it said, God may give you the shovel. He may even give you the field, but he's not going to dig the hole you got to be cool. willing to do it. And, uh, you know, he gave you all the tools of the perseverance, the the the, the, the beauty, phys- uh, physical beauty, mental beauty, spiritual beauty, emotional beauty. But he also gave you the gift of talking, you know, the gift of gab, but not just gab, 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 but talking in a way that people can connect with and associate with. And, and now oh, you had to battle through this. You had to, and if, folks, if you haven't done it, I won't read her whole bio here, but when she's on my show, I'll read the whole bio, but go check it out about the host. That's a lot of stuff. You know, the abuse you went through, and I know you don't use it as a tool for self-pity, as I mentioned, but you have it out there to let people know, Hey, I've gone through it too. And I'm here to help and connect and share what I've learned to hopefully help empower you and better your life.
2: Yeah. That's that's all we want to do, Rich. We want to help people and bring him to Jesus ultimately, right? Because we're broken. I think that we tend to not want to show the broken parts of who we are because we think, which is dangerous, right? Because then we're leading people to us, but we don't want to lead people to us. We want to lead them to Christ because he's the savior. And so it's so important to me to be completely transparent because you know what? I love my pity parties. Sometimes I'll go to my house and be like, I'm going to go throw a pity party and you're not invited. Okay. And then when I'm ready to come out of my pity party, I will come back and I will be awesome again. Okay. (laughs) So it's like embracing, like, you know, the doubt, embracing those things that we struggle with daily. I I just, there's beauty and transparency and vulnerability. And, you know, we, when we're weak, we are strong, right? When we're weak, we're
1: strong. Absolutely. And, and I kind of started mentioning earlier, and I probably forgot to cover the, tie that loop, close it up, was the the martial arts about how, for the longest time, the Korean martial art, I was supposed to be, you know, Master Grogan, and I've got no flaws, I've got no weaknesses, I've got mm. no, and, and it was, I I, I was, you know, it's constantly looking on my shoulder for the hypocrite, please, to come and lock me up, because I'm a human being, I've got flaws, I've got problems, I you know, I have my pity parties, too, I just never do it vocally, I just do it, you know, the private my own room, or go and hit the equipment in the garage, or right. hit the gym, or whatever I've got to do here. But it was so, uh, it, 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 it's it's like I had no flaws and weaknesses. It was so fake and so wrong. And I learned a lot from the organization. I'll never, ever say, you know, it, it do not sound like I'm coming off saying anything negative, but it was all about, you've got to be that master mindset, that master model, because you are a Korean certified master instructor. Therefore, you have no flaws. Well, that's mm. a bunch of crap. I mean, right. So, but that being planted in the head. So unfortunately, in 2014, we left the organization. It was hard. It was like a divorce of 20 after 26 years. Yeah. And uh, I cried and prayed and prayed and prayed on it. And God was saying, look, you 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 need to grow and you need to go, you know, expand. And uh, of course, couldn't talk about any religion or anything else. And that's, that's what we did. And the, the business really flourished from that point forward and uh, created a, a list of black belt principles. And the number one principle was humility. And I wrote an article that I you know, got some air. This was years ago, but it was called humility versus ego and ego acronym for edging got out. And humility was all about, you know, being humble and open and willing to admit all I know is I know nothing. I'm willing to learn, but also willing that Man, I've got struggles and troubles too, but I'm doing what I can to share with others the lessons and experience I've learned, the wisdom I've gained to hopefully keep you from making the same mistakes.
2: You are a gem. And if I could give you any encouragement just by talking to you, so I don't, my heart is always like this big sister mindset. Maybe it's trauma, I don't know, but I'm very like protective over people that I see that God is using just naturally. And I just want, you know, I'm going to continue to pray for you because I feel like, you know, the enemy only wants to bring you down for what God wants to do through you. Because here's the thing, like, we don't have to prove anything to anybody as Christians, right? We don't have to prove that we believe in God. We don't have to label it. We don't have to put it in a box. Like, It's natural. And so for you as a Christian, your story, just sharing what you went through and your book and and everything that you're doing now, it's going to just be so natural. And the reality is, is people that if you're afraid of the religious part, they're not going to see, well, he's a Christian. I'm going to be turned out. They're going to see he went through that. How did he get through that? And then they're going to see God rich. So they're not going to see this whole thing that you're afraid of, right? Like we're—it's natural in marketing. People are like, you know, whatever. But God is bigger than the algorithm, okay? God is bigger than any of these people. <laughs> like, like nothing's going to get in God's way. Nothing, no one. And so it's more so: who is rich? What did he? What did God deliver you from? And that vulnerability, what you just shared with me—they're going to hear that, and it's just going to be natural that they're going to. Want to know what that is that saved you, and that's where you bring up God. I hope that was helpful.
1: Oh my gosh! Well, first, I'm a well. Thank you for calling me tough. I'm nothing but a big softy on the inside here. I got goosebumps and uh, the voice (laughs) is quivering here because listeners, my gosh, if you can listen to Ashley on a daily, weekly basis, someone (laughs) that care you present. I mean, you 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 made me feel good. You made me feel good about myself. I mean, really, you did, and. it got me a little serious quiver there. I'm trying to, to cry on the air here. Well, no, it's okay. Uh, we cry. But, uh, here. Okay. You, 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 you hit me hard, uh, right in the heart, where, not in a bad way, in, in a good way. Because, yeah, I, there's no excuse, a good excuse. Excuses are the house that built the, or excuses are the nails that built the house of failure. So got me all ah. But, uh, but the, uh, I, I've been, down a few different rabbit holes lately with what we talked about earlier. And cause children are, you know, a gift from God and the fact that children are so innocent, so beautiful and so vulnerable. And then people are taking advantage of that vulnerability. The way I was taking advantage of the way you were taking advantage of your vulnerability of just being a good person. And someone prayed on that. All yeah. oh, that sends me into a fit of rage. I mean, it Same. hurts me so bad. and, but the, so, my wife the the other day, well, I say the other day it could have been a couple of weeks ago. Uh, she she, and, and just hearing you say it today, she had mentioned about look you you with your podcast one you need to get back to doing it, but you need to get in the right frame of mind. And being so angry at what's happening to kids, and I can't turn my back on, and I can't hide my head in the sand and act like it's not happening. She says, "But what was what you've allowed to happen is you've kind of filled your heart with hate toward the, uh, these people that are trying to hurt kids, and you're playing right into Satan's hands. Right? Because Satan has taken you out of the game, which is in all his ultimate goal anyway. If you know you're not where you need to be, the salt and the light, empowering others. If you're not on podcasts like." the podcast I'm on right now with you, Confidence in Coffee, with the beautiful Ashley, it, it, then I'm out of the game. I'm on the sideline. Satan has taken me out. So now, oh, well, he's out of the game. Let's, let's work on Ashley next. Let's work on others next. And the more of us he takes out of the game, the, the less chance these kids actually have. And my gift is to the parents and the kids and the adults about that self-empowerment, the belief in yourself to stand up for not only what is right, but for stand up for, for God, to stand up for our kids, to stand up with that strength, with that perseverance, with that confidence, with that attitude of, you know what, I'm going to be the one to say something because this just isn't right. But no one, no one, I mean, everybody's afraid to do that. And uh, and I don't want to come out and say things I shouldn't and be, have my heart hardened with hate. I've got to be the salt and the light, like what John Maxwell said. And then what you said just a few minutes ago. It, 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 Thank you very, very much. It really hit my heart and it reminded, like I said, well, I said, you're out of the game right now. And this was, well, I guess it was two or three weeks ago because I haven't reached the podcast in over a month. And she says, because you got to get your head right. Satan's planted weeds in your mental garden and you're not flourishing the crop you need to. And you're definitely not spreading God's message to help empower these kids and adults to stand up for themselves. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that. because Maybe other listeners are going through that. If Satan's taken them out of the game or a time when he's taking you out of the game you know he's winning he's winning when he plants hate in our heart
2: yeah yeah you know rich i was talking to my husband the other day because i go down rabbit holes too when it comes to children and just like abusive situations and children being killed by babysitters or their parents like you know i grew up in a really like I was strangled. Like I've grew up in just like that kind of thing. And so I have an even bigger heart for it. And it's very triggering for me, but God has revealed something to me in that. And the devil does the same thing as me. So if anything, you, I receive what you said. And it was very confirming to me in regard of like, I can't watch stuff like that. I can't fill my mind with those things. I know it's happening, but the reality is, is, you know, I'm not Jesus. I can't stop it. I can't stop it all. I pray that he comes back just for that main reason. Like I would suffer if he could come back for all these babies. I would suffer.
1: I would too. Sacrifice um, myself for that.
2: I would too. And so I, I know that it's happening. You know that it's happening, but we, we, we were never meant to carry such a weight Uh, we were we can't, we don't have the capability to carry the weight. We can only do what we're doing now. You're doing that. Like you just said, you know, the devil's trying to take us down, but you're doing it. You're doing what God has called you to do, Rich. Like you're, you're stinking killing it. You're one that's going to impact hundreds, if not millions and thousands of people, um, by what you're doing in your story. And and of course the devil wants to consume us with that. It paralyzes us because it does does. cloud our mind. And we think that it's right because we're making ourselves aware, right? Like I would think no one needs to not forget about them. No one needs to forget about them. No one needs to not think about them. Like I just, but it wasn't doing anything. I was doing nothing for them. I was hurting myself and I was clouding my own mind and it was sending me into depression and then eventually triggering my own past, it was triggering that. And God doesn't want to take us back. God wants to use what we went through to move forward. And so anytime things come up on my feed now, I can't watch it. I know that I can't. I just, I know that it's bad. I know that I can't consume it. And there, I know in that moment, all I can do is pray and want to be the difference. And that's it. And just continue. Oh,
1: that's so beautiful you say that because I feel exactly the same way. and and. In- There are times, and hopefully your listeners out there, this will help them as well. Like today, knowing I was going to be on your show and excited about it and all kinds of notes, it got me out. Yeah, it was uplifting. So I posted a picture and it's like two hands together and almost blocking out the sun, but the hands made a cross. And I said, make it a blessed day. Now, the past few weeks, I've thought, yeah, it's... I, I was reluctant to post. This is crazy, but th- I'm just being honest and vulnerable here. I love it. I was afraid to post that because I was kind of hurting inside and I didn't want to feel like, oh, I'm turning my back on all the, the kids that are hurting and suffering and this and that. And I'm acting like everything's all hunky dory and great. Make it a blessed day. But I'm struggling myself. And uh, knowing gosh darn it, 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 it it's, it's so crazy that. Uh, you know, Satan, when he's, when he's in there, boy, that's what I called the defeating the, 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 the demon or the bully within, in your mind, it, 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 just saying this reflecting on, you know, I was not even post it, but I'm like, I'm going on Ashley's show. I need to post this because I need to get my head right. And this is going to help me get my head right. And I think of Tim Tebow and my Desi, my wife brought it up again. She says, you know, Tim, who talks about child, you know, sex trafficking, yes. and child abductions Everything he presents is all about God, strength and power and helping these kids. He doesn't post any of this other stuff and doesn't mean he doesn't think about it. It doesn't hurt him, but he continues to post uplifting, motivating content to help those who need it the most. And she says, that's what you've got to do. Not that I'm Tim Tebow in any way, shape or form. It's incredible gift from God. We all are. But I, I mean, what he's doing is, is so amazing. You got to get him on your show.
2: <laughs> I'm going to be on his show.
1: Gosh darn right!
2: So we're, we're we're gonna be friends. You don't know that.
1: Uh, well, he's, Tim
2: he's Tebow like, and I are gonna be friends.
1: I love it. Put it out. He's there, just man.
2: like me and you, Rich.
1: Throw it out in the universe. Manifest positivity. Uh, <laughs> but but it, 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 the, the point was, she said, uh, "You're you're you're gonna you're gonna do more harm than good if 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 your heart's not in the right place and you say things you shouldn't, know you shouldn't say on social media. So continue to put the blessings out, the strength, the encouragement, the empowerment to help those that need it most. So by just chatting with you today, reading your bio and this amazing conversation we've had, I, I, gosh darn, I hope it's been impactful for your listeners and they share it over and over and over again, because there are people out there that need to hear it, need to know that we, we all struggle. We all fight battles and I sure as heck don't have it all together, but what you've done for me today, if you inspire me now, I am when we're done i'm going to get right at recording that uh, the salt and light podcast that'll be the very next one episode 328 folks so hey. that'll, that'll be out later today then but you helped kind of dig me out of a little bit of a funk too so i really sincerely appreciate that and obviously the kind words and the love you've shared oh my gosh make me feel make me feel important and you have that good
2: you well you are gift. important Rachel, i love it. i'm so glad you came here so you have, I want you to tell everybody where they can find you. And then I will drop some links to the books below where people can just go and get them. But where can people connect with you besides on your podcast, which which is going to be bullet, becoming bullet, bully proof,
1: bully proof. Yep. But
2: where else can everybody find you?
1: Uh, and, and then the books, please, if you, you do pick up a copy and you really love it, um, Five-star reviews really help with the books and the podcast for both myself and Ashley there. So folks listening, take the time to do that. The YouTube channel, I'm going to continue growing that. As of right now, my website is Bullyproof, my last name, .com. And so is my social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.
2: All right, so you guys know where to find Rich and I am so glad that you came on Confidence and Coffee. I do hope to have you back and I cannot wait to share with your audience whatever we talk about. It'll be great, I'm sure. And we will have laughs and and full of joy. One more question before we sign off. It's so random, but it's really fun. It's kind of like 21 questions, so get ready, okay? It's gonna be five questions instead of 21 and you have to answer them really, really fast, okay?
1: I'm glad you you said that part because boom, boom, boom. All right.
2: All right. Here we go. Hold on. (laughs) I'm Uh trying to get myself together myself. Okay. Here we go. 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 Okay. Summer or fall? Summer. Okay. Cupcakes or regular cake?
1: Oh, wow. Oh. Cupcakes.
2: Cupcakes. Okay. Okay. Italian or Mexican? Italian. All right. Uh, would you rather fall out of an airplane or fall out of an airplane or skydive or jump off a cliff?
1: Well, I, I, I've jumped off a cliff before and I've never jumped out of an airplane, although that—that I love to go skydiving. So how about the skydiving? Jump out of an airplane.
2: Jump out of an airplane. Okay. And then... If you could vacation anywhere, where would it be?
1: Actually, on my list, well, we moved to Florida. That was our number one vacation destination. So we live here now. So where does somebody from Florida go? I've got a little bit of Irish in me. I'd like to go to Ireland. I think that'd be
2: really rich. Thank you for coming on Confidence and Coffee.
1: Thank you so very much. And God bless you and your listeners. It's been an absolute joy. And you've helped pick me up and build my confidence, too. Thank you so much.
0: Did you enjoy that? I'd love to see you over at AshleyHenningup.com where you can subscribe to this podcast and channel on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And while you're at it, I'd love to see the value that you found in Confidence and Coffee. So drop the ratings, the reviews in the comments, plus subscribe to this channel and tell a friend too. Make sure you tune in next time on Confidence and Coffee.